Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie Podcast. My name is Mark. Before we start today's show, I have to do like I do every week, and that is thank my sponsors. Without them, it'd be a lot harder for me to get out on the water, a lot harder for me to sponsor the show, pay for all the stuff, camera gear, mics, uh, subscriptions, all that good stuff. So let's thank Fishbrain. Fishbrain's great. If you don't have the app, get it. It's like... Uh, uh, it's like social media for fishing, only they'll give you GPS waypoints and stuff if people decide to share them. Pretty cool stuff. I got to do some work for them in the fall. Hopefully, I'll do some more work for them this spring, but I'm really looking forward to working with them. That was a really cool project I got to do. Also, I want to give a super big shout out to Amped Outdoors, their helping sponsor. Uh, my power needs in my boat for the new setup that I got. Uh, without them, uh, I'd probably be in the dark. So, I want to say thank Thank you to Amped Outdoors. Thanks, man, if you're listening. Uh, Uncle Loose Tackle, as always, he sponsors all our channels uh, in his own special way. It's always good to have Uncle Lou on your side. If you don't have an Uncle Lou rod, go check uh, go check him out on uh, Facebook. Uh, links are in the description for all of these great companies. I'll see, also, Colton from Multibar, I want to thank him, too, for supporting. I got a live, or I got a, uh, a Garmin mount coming from the front of my boat from Colton. He's a good dude. I appreciate him immensely. Also, Port Barrington Marina without JT and Jimmy. Uh, it would be a lot harder for me to get on the water, especially when, you know, ramp fees out here are like between 15 and $20 a piece, Joe. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. That's wow. what everybody says. So I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful to have that sponsorship from that Marina. It helps yeah, me out. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so everybody, if you don't know, this is Joe Jellison, also known as Chat Cats Fishing. How you doing, Joe? Good. I appreciate you having me on here, Mark. Tonight. Hey, I, I'm grateful to have you on here. I'm honored, especially. Hey, look, before we get started with like my usual questions, I always meant to ask you, how did you get the name Chat Cats? Uh, let's see. I think it was just randomly thinking of something. I mean, Chad is uh, short for Chattanooga, so like the like like the Chattanooga choo choo type thing. It's just. Uh -huh. You know, and then cats is just short for catfish. Catfish. I, you know what? I should have put one, two. I should have put one and one together, and I never so, thought about just, that. Just kind of like a catchphrase. Just kind of catchy. You know, just like fishing. So you're from <laughs> you fish in that area too, so that makes all the sense yeah. in the world. But I knew yeah. that. So. Right, 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 right. So, so that was my next question. I guess we answered that one already. So tell me a little bit about how you got started fishing in life. Uh, grandfather. Uh, you know, that's my mom's side of the family. I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, but they lived in Indiana. So the Hoosier state. And, uh, you know, my, my dad's side of the family was all sports. So, but my mom's side of the family is all about fishing and hunting. So I kind of got both worlds of that. And, you know, my grandfather, uh, just took, took us all out and it was, you know, the the old school fishing of just using a worm, a night crawler and a bobber and, mm -hmm. you know, just going to your local lake and, you know, you just you cast it out. You're having the Zepco 33 open face reel and just casting it out there. And, and I think we, you know, sometimes use bread as bait if we were going for catfish or carp or whatever. And, uh, yeah, um, it's pretty much the same, same here. Uh, my grandfather was was my mentor and he was on my mother's side my father's side was more more sports than anything but uh i'm grateful right. and my mom was was big into the whole preparing fish and stuff and you know it was worms and bread balls and stuff like mm -hmm. that and, and bugs yep. and, and it was a lot of subs you know subsistence sub subsistence fishing for them 
Um, so uh, I, I was grateful to have that upbringing. So it sounds to me like it did yeah. pretty good for you too. You- yeah, I mean, you know, rest in peace for my grandfather. He passed away when I was, I think, uh, like 15 years old before I was even really into the whole catfishing. But I know he'd be proud today just with everything that I've done. And um, But, yeah, that's that's where it first started was with him. My, my grandfather was a mean old SOB. I'm not going to say what that means. I think people know what it is. Except oh, yeah. for me. He used to love me, and that's because I would I would always go fishing with him. So, yeah, it's got some cool memories. I mean, it is what it is. Jody says uh, he has a pretty good netter with him sometimes. What do you mean by that? Oh, so James, uh, cool cats fishing. Um, usually when we go fishing together, James is my net guy. So kind of a inside joke, I guess, there with that. But um, And then I see that comment right there. I saw I, I, it was a video, wasn't it? I think I remember that video a while back. Yeah, Alex uh, and I usually fish together uh, once a year. And uh, I think it was two years ago, we were fishing the boil below Chickamauga Dam, fishing a turban hole, and uh, stuck a 60 pounder uh, right from the boil down there. That was a hell of a fight um definitely one of the most uh memorable um fishing things i've ever got to witness because it was just just ball to the wall just staying down and you're like good gosh are we gonna get this thing up and alex was tired i was mentally exhausted and it, it was just one of those just you know true fish of a lifetime type thing when you get into a fish like that, it's it's pretty much a team effort on the boat. I don't care what. Yeah, yeah. There's a you know, it's just everything has to go right, you know, and you just you know got to be prepared and um just you know just making sure you're you're being patient at the same time. There's a lot of emotions going on and a lot of fingers crossed in in your head. Here. <laughs> yeah, and it's just you know fishing below the dam, especially you know with those dams that we have, it it can get kind of it can get crazy pretty quick when you're around the turbines and you know it's just there's a lot a lot of stuff to consider and you just gotta you gotta move your boat the right way and it, it's it, it can it can get hectic pretty quick so it's but yeah like i mean definitely don't want to be doing it by yourself when you're down there <laughs> i fish a lot by myself i actually that's a long story <laughs> it'd be nice to have a net person but my wife won't go fishing with me so that's a sore subject here but yeah i could definitely like that i got a couple of fishing buddies that go with me and i'm always grateful when they're able to to net the fish for me but a lot of times when i have guests in my boat i usually let them catch all the fish it's just right, turns right, out that right. way lately so sure sure that might have to change because i know someone's going to get that bigger flathead than mine and i don't want that to happen too easy. what's your biggest in the illinois mark haven't, and, you, haven't you caught a 40 or something no there? i got a 50 i got a 58 pounder oh nice oh wow okay that's a, a big pretty one. big one it's it's not a normal fish it's something i just tripped across um I, I don't claim to be anything but passionate about chasing them we don't have any blues here so you know that's where i direct all my effort i i, I I got what's called flathead fever in the summer, man. I love fishing for all sorts of fish, but our season's like middle of April until like sometimes you might be able to pick one up in October. 
and for some reason I get these blinders on and everything else kind of falls to the Hey, your your PB's bigger than mine. Mine's only like 54. You know, I still need a 40 pound class fish. I got tons of 30s, even more 20s, you know, but it it's it's get that 40 pound one. I just can't find 40 pound is a big, big flathead for my neck of the woods. The Fox River is a very small river. It's probably smaller than what you guys call most of your creeks. So, gotcha. but it runs through the heart. It runs through the heart of the city. It's a pretty urban environment. Not many bank fishing spots because it's all house to house to house to house around it. So, and and the average depth's between four and five feet. So it's a shallow river. Wow. So you got to probably be fishing some rocks and down trees and. Uh, depends when you're fishing. There's a there isn't that people clean up the down trees for some silly reason also it's such a small river and such a highly populated area that there's people with money and they have big boats so it's like a it's like a desert under the water oh, it's wow. pretty flat there's a channel in the middle there's so it takes some swings there's a couple of tight bends so it's 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 pretty desolate so if you can find a rock that that pb of mine's on like the biggest rock pile i know of it's on the an outside bend and uh it was on a night I didn't even plan on fishing. I was bored. My insomnia kicked in. I'm like, you know what? I got bait. I'm going fishing. And I, I got lucky. I tripped over that fishing, and I'm grateful for it. So but last year, I was chasing that 40 all year, and I came close. I got a couple of 38s. Couldn't get into that 40-pound class. And gotcha. We'll see. They're fun chasing them, man. I love catching oh, yeah. any of them. Oh, yeah. You, I like channel cats too. I was out crappie fishing the other day and, and I hooked, you know, on a, on a crappie rod with a little jig with a number two hook hooked in like a five pound channel cat. That was kind of fun to, to get your, you know, to start to 2023 out. So I can't complain. Plus I'm pretty close to Mendota and Mendota's world-class channel cats. I mean, uh, last time I was up there, I got a decent one, like a 23 and a half pound, which is a big channel cat for me. Channel cats pound for pound fight the hardest, I think. They, I mean, they do. And, and, you know, in May, they're, and I'm, I'm sure these guys are all tired of hearing about this, even here and in live and, and on a podcast. But, you know, we fish for them in May, right? You know, during their spawn, you can get them to bite pretty easily during spawn. And they're in three feet of water and they're doing tail stands and stuff. They're, they're a blast to catch. That's awesome. You'll, you'll, you'll hear a, you'll hear a splash and all of a sudden you, you got drag being pulled off your abu in the back of the boat. And it, it's a good time. We all have a good time. And we, we're there with a bunch of friends and stuff. So if you ever want to come up and get some trophy class channel catch, you let me know. Absolutely. I'll give you directions. That sounds fun. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'll give you directions. It's, you're a teacher, aren't you? Yeah, I teach uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Uh, that's like, that's grade. one of the good grades. Yeah, it's uh, it's something. <laughs> um, middle school. Now, middle school is fun, but it's it, it can be exhausting and taxing at the same time. It's just the it's just the age of the kids, you know. Um, but yeah, I've been an educator for, this is my 12th year 
I've taught high school and now I'm doing middle school. So I also coach wrestling. Yep. That I see on your Facebook. We're our friends on Facebook. So I see that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Wrestling's a cool sport. So a lot of guys I know that fish also wrestle. So yeah, I think uh, Spencer River certified is a former uh, high school and collegiate wrestler from Iowa. That, uh, that, yeah, yes, he is. I didn't know if he was a coach or not, but I know he was a teacher and he just recently gave that up, I believe. Yeah, that. so he's full-time fishing. and But yeah, there's there's a few of us out there that have wrestled and are pretty involved in the fishing community. Um, but I stay pretty busy. Um, you know, fishing's more of a professional hobby for me. I've never really considered it a job. I mean, I am a... You are a guide, right? I am a guide. I'm, I have my captain's license where I can chart on the Tennessee River. Um, I, I'm part-time, though. Like, during the school year, I'll do a trip or two on the weekend. But then during mm-hmm. the summer, I'm I'm off from teaching. I usually go a little bit more full-time in the summer. Um, but that's when the spawn's going on. So it's kind of like I've become more of a multi-species type um, fishing guide. Yeah, you got to, you know, make hay when the sun's shining, like they say, right? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy doing the live bait bass fishing. I I do some crappie trips. I mean, I'm doing a couple of those here in a week or so. And, Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely good to have. Yeah, you do. You do some carp fishing too. I remember you were doing some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was TikTok live and I did a carp session. Um, I've started really picking that up over the past couple years. My brother Jake, uh, he's really the carp guru. He lives in Philly, and he kind of got me into that whole um, realm. I mean, it's a it's like a whole nother realm of fishing, Mm -hmm. actually targeting carp because you got to really you know, prepare an area, you got to prepare the bait. It's just, it's a very artistic way almost of, of fishing. So yeah, my grandfather was a carp fisherman, but, uh, um, until like when I first, well, I watch you can't obviously, um, Luke over at catfish and carp. Um, I watched him a lot when he was doing his fishing channel full bore. I do need to say thank you to Betty Jean. How you doing, Betty? Uh, for being a member for 22 months. I don't want to miss that one. Those are important. I also want to thank Stephanie for the $5 super chat. God's truck. Thank you very much. Very much. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, that was like the first introduction to what boilies were. No clue. No clue. Mm-hmm. My grandfather being a carp fisherman, it was Eagle Claw number two snelled hooks with corn. And he would kill it, but then it's 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 different here in the States. They're not as sought after. Yeah, and there's just so many different ways to like catch them too. So many different methods. I use the hair rigs. Um mm-hmm. I, I use pop-up boilies. Um, but yeah, you can go old school just like you can with catfishing and just use corn and, and you know, and you can catch carp that way too. Uh, but I know in the, uh, mine's more the European method, I guess, from what my brother mm-hmm. tells me, which is using method feeders. You make a pack bait, you put it on a method feeder and then you cast it out and then the bait or the pack bait really breaks away from the method feeder, essentially creating its own chum as it's in the water. So it's just a very, you know, unique way um, of carp fishing that's not really known here, like you said, to the States. So I, uh, 
I do watch Alex and, and Carl as well, or yeah. and now Alex they're fishing. Good, they're, they're good. good. They're, they do. They have a really, they make really beautiful videos. Yeah, they make, and they're very artistic with it. And that's the thing about like, you know, carp fishing is that it's not. Even though we consider them trash fish, it's 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 weird because it's kind of like. But you go over in Europe. They're like considered like the highly prized fish over there. I mean, it's well, especially I, in in England. And I, I don't know if a lot of people know and uh, this, but you have to have land permission from the from you know the people that not just own the land, but you know royalty and stuff, because they pay people to like uh, tend to their section of a river. Oh they yeah, yeah. Like groundskeepers, but they're river keepers. It's kind of like territorial and everything, and yeah, which is so, why their pay lakes are a lot different than ours, and those fish always go back. They're not robbing them out of the. They raise them for 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 that thing, mm -hmm. uh, for that purpose alone. Hey, crappie day fish on sixteen month member. Thank you very much. I'm trying to keep up with this. Chrissy, twenty one member supporter. Thank you, Chrissy. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, it, it's it's totally different animal over there. Um, I have a lot of family in Eastern Europe, and 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 my uh, uncle, he's he's like ninety six years old now, Joe. Oh wow, he was head of. Uh, uh, the president of the Eastern European Hunting Coalition, and his responsibility was stocking the rivers and stuff there. And, and he was pivotal in stocking Xander and the Wells catfish in the rivers over there in Poland. Um, I was going to go and fish for them, and then COVID hits. So I wasn't able to get out that way. So he's getting a little little old to be out there doing that stuff. But if I get a chance to do it, I will. But it's a totally different animal out there in Europe. That Everything from needing permission, whether it's from the local magistrate or the government to, to right, landowners right. and stuff, there isn't much public land available. So they got to make do with what they do. So they, they, they hold them fish you know, in high regards just because they're so hard for them to even attempt to go after. Sure. Yeah, the Walls catfish, that's a fish I'd like to catch one day. It's a bucket list for me. Well, wasn't Spencer saying that he liked the red tail better than the Wells? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think so. I think the red tail, you got to go to like South America, I thought, for them or something. Guiana, um, I believe, right? Yeah, something Guiana. like that. And, but yeah, that would be something to catch. So That's like number one on Lyle's... Uh, bucket list so uh hopefully he'll get to do that but i hear they're have they're they're starting to get them down in florida if if you're into really? that kind of yeah they had high fence yeah. fishing down there um and and it's not like they're stealing them out of the ohio or the mississippi river so i guess i can deal with that but not right what don't they have in florida holy smokes i know it's like well, you don't have the Gordon Dorada. That's another fish I'd like to catch. I think you got to catch them like in Peru or Argentina. That's probably my number one uh, bucket list fish I'd like to catch in freshwater is the Gordon Dorado. Where um, was the, the, the meat eater? Um, uh, what's his name with meat eater did one. He went to South America. He was down there for three days, and he actually got on one of those Dorados. Um, dude, they're like a piranha and a like, – I don't know. They just, they're, they're, in my opinion, from what I've seen and heard, they're I think they're one of the hardest fighting freshwater fish out there. Um, you know, super thick, super strong, and they're they're they. You know what they look like to me? They look like like green bowfin on crack. They're huge. 
Isn't that what they look like? They kind of got that head yeah, they shape. They got a golden type color. I mean, they're they're very beautiful looking. Um, you know, it, I, I've never seen one in real life. I've seen a few videos. There's a couple YouTubers out there that I've caught one. Um, one of them is Thai Pig Patrol. He's been down there and I've caught it. And I mean, but it, he's been everywhere, man. That guy lives a life. Yeah, and he was like fishing like one of the dams down there, and that's when I was like, man. He, I mean, he was like slaying them. It was like every other cast he was pulling them in. I'm like, I'm thinking, geez, man. Like, he, makes it, he makes it look easy. You know, when I think you get to that level, I think uh, uh, opportunities uh, uh, appear a little easier than they do for somebody like me. Um, and, and that's not a bad thing. More power to him. You know, everything from, uh, I know, he. I, I remember seeing him on Lake Havasu getting those plate-sized bluegills. Out of oh, a I marina. know, and then the crappie he was catching too. You're like, holy crap, man! Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a fanboy. Can you tell? I've been watching YouTube fishing for a long time. <laughs> I remember when he first started out, where he was like nobody, and now it's like, geez. Well, it was him and Josh started out together, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Right? Yeah, just part of it was just called Pig Patrol TV or something, mm-hmm. and they're buddies, and then they ended up splitting and having their own YouTube channels and. Yeah, I think Ty had to go to Texas to work. I think he was in the oil business for a while. I know now he's a full-time YouTuber, but when he moved to Texas away from uh, uh, Josh, that that was the reason. So they had no hard feelings, from what I understand. And, no, I don't. I think they're still friends. And yeah, I believe so. They fish so. from time to time too. That's always cool to see him horsing around. Together, oh yeah, so. absolutely. And now I think I just saw that Ty introduced some new crappie baits through Six Sense that he was pushing the other day. They look kind oh, of okay, too. okay. So yeah, there things are working out good for him. You know, YouTube's a, a a pretty rough place to make a living, and I admire the guys that can do it. You know, yeah, because it's I mean, it's like once you're in the algorithm and once you're like in it, there's like no going back. You have to really stay with it. And you know, for me, I mean, I there was a point in my life where I was like, I could actually do this, but you know, having a family, I'm married, I have three kids, you know, I have health insurance with my job, retirement. Uh, I was like, long term, teaching's better. <laughs> yeah. Me and my family. And I mean, YouTube, I mean, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen with YouTube down the road. There's just no financial security in it. And, you know, me being a husband, a father, I got to think about what's best for, you know, my family. And I just felt like staying in the teaching business was what was best for me. And I mean, I can retire when I'm 53. Good for you. So I'm I mean, you know, now. Just, I can't retire. <laughs> I mean, I can retire when I'm 53 and, you know, and that's why being the fishing guide, you know, is a really good supplement type thing with my teaching. I feel like it just complements each other so well. Um, when I'm not in the classroom, I can, I can guide and charter people out on the river. And when I retire, then I can be a full-time fishing guide if I want. There's my buddy Tim Lina says, yeah, the tube can go away tomorrow. He's absolutely right. There's, there's no, there's no guarantee tomorrow on YouTube. Yeah. And that's just why I don't, I I mean, it's great to get paid. And I mean, I was making a lot of money with YouTube, but I was, Mm -hmm. I was putting it all in savings and everything. And, you know, and then, and then YouTube, changed like they they got sued by the ftc and 
that's when like you had to make all your videos like not made for kids and and YouTube's algorithm just changed everything literally and you know and then once I reached a hundred thousand subscribers I was kind of like you know I don't know everything's changing and you know YouTube's very liberal now too their their you know their laws are very kind of the way they just run stuff it's just I don't know it, the platforms I, I have a, you know here, we're going to get into some technical stuff here. I have a problem when they're push, pushing like major media um, uh, media outlets when oh, they don't yeah. have to. They don't have to meet an algorithm. They don't. Uh -huh. They go. They go straight to the top of the list. When whenever you look up anything that they have anything to do with it, they, they pretty much have clobbered the 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 the, the young creators or the, the yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. I hear you on that. It, it's you know. So it's. It I mean, takes Herculean efforts to succeed, at least in our niche, um, which mm -hmm. is fishing. Um, it's not impossible. I don't think YouTube's actually going to go away, but it's not going to get any easier to to be successful and turn it into a super profitable business. Right, I agree. I, I think YouTube can. I think YouTube will stay. I just think it's going to be one of those things where content mm -hmm. creators are going to have to adapt and. Mm -hmm. kind of just go with the flow with it and i don't know for me i'm just like uh you know like uh, yeah it, it one is of my it is. one of my youtube mentors he knows who he is um told me that you gotta love making youtube as much as you love fishing or else it's not gonna work or even more than you like fishing I don't let YouTube dictate what I do on YouTube. I'm going to do yeah. what I want type thing. I don't, here's the thing. Like when I first did YouTube, I, I really wasn't in it for the money. It was really just to kind of make a collection of memories of what I was doing. Like, like my very first video was my dad catching a fish. 15 pounder. I was fishing Alabama on a guide trip, actually. Uh, fishing with Captain Mike Mitchell. And I was filming my dad. It wasn't even me. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And I started just putting videos like that up. I think my next video after that was like a family trip to Canada where we were catching walleye and smallmouth bass and we were eating them. And it's just like, you know. And then, you know, I had some connections with a guy named Leo Shang, Extreme Philly Fishing. I remember Leo. Is he still out? Is he still making videos? Yeah, he is. He, he's really gone more into the Patreon route, though. So, like, okay. he, he's still doing YouTube stuff, but he has so many members and Patreon and patrons that he really, I feel like, more he's more geared towards that okay if that makes he, sense you know i you know what to come to think of it when i started my youtube channel i changed from my norm my regular username to this one that and i never picked him up again he was micro fishing last time i remember right is he still yeah, doing that yeah leo is like the pokemon of fishing like he's really into the getting all all the fish he can catch of different species um he calls it the Pokédex, uh, you know, where he tries to get as many new species as possible. But I met him in Philly because my brother Jake lives in Philly. Okay. And, uh, you know, and then he's actually really good friends with um, One Rod, One Reel Fishing. Mm -hmm. So in 2015, Leah was like, hey, Joe, we'd like to make a trip to Chattanooga. 
you know, I can get one rod and one reel to come. And I was like, oh, sweet. I think at this point I was only at like maybe 500 subscribers on YouTube. Uh -huh. And I was like, wow, this is, this is an opportunity for me to really, you know, get exposure and, you know, and then I put them both on their personal best catfish. And then my channel just started growing and they, you know, we were doing a big collaboration. I was making videos, they were making videos and, you know, and then I think by the end of that trip, I had gained a few thousand and I just started putting out videos twice a week. I started having a consistent schedule uploading every Sunday and Thursday at seven 30. And I just made it my professional hobby and, you know, so, and then, you know, YouTube started changing, I guess around, I would say probably around 2018 is when YouTube really kind of started to change their, their algorithm. Oh, you can't cut fish in your videos anymore. You're going to get demonetized. And oh, that's animal cruelty. This, you're just like, what? Yeah, things, things have definitely changed. Uh, it's, it's just like, you know, uh, uh, it, I don't know. I mean, it, it hurt a lot of the hunting and outdoor channels for sure. Like, They're I mean, my channel got hit. Um, and at that point, I was like, you know what? I mean, I'll still do YouTube, but I'm not going to put all my heart and soul into it. I mean, I, and that's when I was also thinking about, hey, I should become a fishing guide. Like, this is the perfect thing for me to do when I'm not in the classroom, you know, and because, you know, I mean, YouTube does carry some weight on you. I mean, you got to. Well, it's ever it's advertising. It's it's I know a lot of people that made money in, 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 in the tackle business and in a guide business just by having a YouTube or a social media presence, definitely. And 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 in this day and age, if if you want to get those clients, you either got to pay for advertisement or entice them in other ways, you know. Right. And, and the thing for yeah, and the thing for me with the guiding, like me being a classroom teacher, I get a lot of kids who are like, Hey, mm -hmm. Mr. Jellison, I really want to go with you. Me and my dad. I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, book a trip and um, but I mean I, I like I said, I, I'm not completely removed from YouTube. I mean, I'm still there. I'm just more like a veteran, I I guess, you know, and I I you know, I'm just not and it as much as I used to, I guess. I mean, I I'm a veteran viewer. I'm a re veteran fanboy. All yeah, I just seen a Justin from Kayak Catfish. Yeah, I saw that. My boy's in there. It's awesome. How's I, it going, Justin? I've been watching him for a long time. I'm a mod in one of, in his lives too. Justin, I need to get you on this show one of these days. Hopefully, I can talk him into it too. That'd be cool to do. I see Catfish oh, yeah. Bill in here too. There's another name that's coming up. So. Uh, let's see what else we got on Creo catfish with the super chat. Thank you very much. He's got the bacon fun. You know, I got a thing for bacon. So people like to remind me of it and pay for my bacon fun all the time. I appreciate him for doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, YouTube's different. You know, there's a lot of, uh, big name. I mean, even like go back to like the Guggen squad, John B, you know, um, one rod, one reel. They, they just started out putting videos of them fishing in these local ponds where they live and stuff. And it just grew into, in, into where they're at now. And, and, you know, granted as cat fishermen are big on the bass scene, at least a lot of them aren't, you know, there's always this, there's always exceptions to that. I, I I'll never turn a, a six pound bass away when I'm bait fishing. I'm always happy to see right. it. You know? And or that's how you, 
and, and that's how YouTube used to be. It was really cool to actually do collaborations with other people who weren't doing the same thing you were. Like mm-hmm. like One Rod, One Reel, Bass, me, Catfish. It was kind of like having that kind of introducing you know that to him and him introducing bass to me it was kind of like those collaborations i don't really see that stuff anymore it's it's just you know it's the live stuff now and everyone wants to go live and um you don't see much of the uh there's a few of them out there but you don't see much of the quality and just good content as much anymore as it used to be i feel like it, um, it, it it takes a lot of effort. It really oh, yeah. does. I mean, um, I've, you know, a, a review video of mine will, will, will take me a while to, to edit. I've, I've got hours and hours and hours of, of video footage that I use. I'm fortunate enough that some, some companies buy that footage from me and stuff, so I can't use it in my video. So there's, there's a lot of that going on behind the scenes too. But putting together uh, a video... Um, with the beginning, middle, and end, like we were talking about before, is not an easy task. You, you, you got to not only just be creative, you got to have a good idea. You got to appeal to the masses these days because if you don't get that retention, you don't get that click through. And, sure. and when you're doing it by yourself, it's even worse. Um, I, I know of another creator where all he does is travel around and does camping videos and, and films them all on his uh, iPhone and drop boxes them and his editor takes care of him and his agent does this and he's doing, you know, 250,000 views a month. You know, it, it's a lot easier to be creative when you don't have to worry about the rest of the stuff mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're not exhausted. Like we were, like we were talking about a little while ago. So. No, I understand. I understand. Uh, m- making the videos, it, it is, it is a lot of work. That's what a lot of people didn't understand with the YouTube stuff. It's like, yeah, you guys got to fish. Then you got to go home and dissect all the content and all the footage and put it all together. Hours and hours and hours of it. Oh yeah. You get, I'm slowly getting better at time, but I'm by no means a cinematographer. So hopefully this year I'm going to up my game up a little bit. I'm going to work more on videos and and less on lives. I I, I like watching lives and stuff, but I I think with uh, the number of lives out there, it's it and and the people that are watching them at this point, it's it's starting to be kind of slim pickings as far as viewership goes too, though. But I agree. One one thing they did change though, um, if you got a a, a big live going, I think there's they're serving ads like mid roll now during lives and stuff, which is going to help creators as well. And and no people, it's not it's not all about the the funds and stuff, but you know you want to be successful in everything you do. You know when you go to work and you get that review, you want to get that raise or that promotion or whatever. So sure, absolutely. You know, and it is America capitalism, so oh, I yeah. got no problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and back to the burnout thing, but um, one rod, one reel. He had he had a bad case of that burnout there for a while, didn't he? He was on the verge of like some pretty major stuff. Not that he's you know small potatoes, did he? Now, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, I think every YouTuber goes through a, a burnout phase, and um, I think it's always good to step back and get 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 your priorities um straight and. And Mike, I was actually supposed to have him come back up. Um, I think it was supposed to be last year, but something happened. And um, but yeah, I do plan to have him come back up 
at some point. So I, cause I do touch base with him every now and then. Um, and then Leo extreme Philly fishing, love to get him back up here or back down here. And so it'd be great to have those guys back. So I'm glad you reminded me of Leo. I'm going to have to resub to his channel. I can't believe that I missed him when I made He'd be spot. a good one to have on your podcast, honestly, I think. Because um, nope. he does a lot of – Leo does a lot of Q&A on uh, his YouTube channel. He's usually live like every – Yeah, week. he was doing lives like back before a lot of people were doing lives. And it was just him sitting in his like in his room in, at home, whether it was his bedroom or his office or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Hanging um, with the subs, he used to call it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilling with the subs. Chilling with the subs. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you I was a fanboy. I've been watching oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a great guy. I mean, he's – I think I think he would come on on your show. I mean, of course, I haven't reached out to him in like over a year and a half or something. It's been a long time, so that would be cool to have. I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll see. I, yeah, yeah. We'll talk to him. I've been meaning to reach out to a couple of the uh, uh, a couple of the names that we had mentioned today too, and 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 we'll see what happens um, going forward. I got some some ideas sure, sure, to sure. changes and stuff so like i said I'm, I'm i'm like we were talking about before i'm just happy to get out here and, and talk fishing and youtube and and bacon and all sorts of stuff with some people that i've been watching for a long time like yourself man it, it's it's really it's it's surreal to talk to people like you or 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 have justin johnson know who i am that's pretty weird or talk to lyle stokes on a regular basis so i'm i'm blessed in that way so i'm real grateful to have all you guys even willing to come on here it's always a good thing there we go i'm getting all mushy here sorry folks this is the soft side of market because usually they say i'm not afraid to be the bad guy no, but... i'm happy to be on here i'm i'm just your average joe you know so <laughs> so the greetings coming up that we talked about that a little bit you thinking about making it down there for at least a day the gathering yeah i'll the be gathering. there for i'll be there for a couple hours um i got a i got a couple guide trips that weekend so but mm -hmm. i think it's a three-day event if i'm not mistaken trophy seekers outdoors daryl is the one putting it on and i think he has some big sponsors showing up uh monster rod holders which i don't know if you knew but steve douglas I, I, I heard that and I saw it all over Facebook. Hopefully he's made it through all of yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was a triple bypass surgery too. So um, <sighs> I don't wish that on anybody. I know it's a great a lot of a lot of stuff going on, but I know they're sponsoring the gathering. And I think they're doing like a tournament as well. I think there's like big fish gets like five. Yeah, there's like a five hundred dollar pot if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I kept so. bragging everybody I was gonna drive all the way down from Illinois and take that money from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you never know. <laughs> hey, you know, it's like I said, I've tripped over more than one big fish in my life. They, you never know. There's a lot of big fish. I mean, a lot of people come down here and usually get their PBs. So, I mean, um, but yeah, that's going to be, I think it's like April 14th, 15th and 16th or something. So it's coming up. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
I got people making all sorts of comments, making fun of me in chat. See, these are my friends out here. <laughs> yeah, Jody's reminded there's a $500 biggest fish prize I'm winning. Did she say I'm whining or winning? No, I'm kidding. She's, I'm just, she's, I'm just, no, she whines I'm a lot. Kidding. You ain't wrong about that. I, I'm just kidding, Jody. I'm just kidding. You ain't wrong about that. No, she caught her PB, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I thought she caught her PB last year at the gathering, um, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was like a 58-pounder or something. I, you know why she caught that PB? Because she was wearing one of my hats. There you go. That's what that's what got her that PB. So she needs to thank me personally for that. She didn't even say thank you at CatCon. Look at this. Now she's laughing at me. <laughs> yes, 51 pounds woke her up. Jody says fishing's so easy she does it in her sleep. <laughs> Until it breaks the line, then it's a nightmare, not a dream. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So when's the last time you've been out fishing? You were out. I saw on your channel that you were out with uh, Cool Cats, actually, right? You had a trip with him. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, well, I, I did my first guide trip of the year on Saturday. Actually, a really good trip. We uh, we put in a 56, a 47, a 30, two in the 20s. I mean, it was a really good trip on Saturday. And then I did carp fishing yesterday on tiktok live um caught a few common carp i hadn't done carp fishing this year so that was good for me to be a part of that and um i think i caught like an 18 pounder and two tens so i try to i'm trying to figure out how far ahead of us you guys are on the on the fishing season you guys don't ever that that tennessee river don't freeze obviously right but no, i mean do, do the flatheads like go to sleep do the blues slow down what happens there it, it can yeah i mean water temp right now though was like 55 it was 35 degrees when i was out two days ago here yeah but, but we've had some warm days this month like it's been yeah. like in the 70s you know so we got a cold front that came in couple days ago and now we got now we're under like a freeze watch or something and so it's gonna drop down <laughs> to the upper 20s or i know look at me saying this for you it's like oh my gosh that's like summer for us <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm holding out for 40 degrees this month we got th i got three inches of snow in my backyard joe uh, well at least you guys get actual seasons i mean we don't really get any snow down here so. you know we get we get seasons but i'm like right there on the line between really good ice fishing area and iffy ice fishing area so it's kind of you know it i'm getting too old to haul 200 pounds of gear out on a sled and it's not thick enough ice here to to pay to get a snowmobile or else i wouldn't mind it i don't mind the cold that much ice fishing's fun it's like camping on the ice and fishing at this inside yeah, i've never ice fished before i'd like to do that one day that's that's a good time me. you know I'm, I'm maybe i should have a gathering up north next winter maybe there's an idea you actually really could like that a lot of people would love to do that i'm sure we'll get luke hinges up there well maybe we'll go do some go after some of with luke before i have fished with northwoods angling He's he's a good dude. He'll be he'll be at Mendota. This he doesn't like me telling us where we're gonna be, but Luke's a good dude. I like Luke. I talked oh, to him. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Long. I've been on that podcast he does with Chewy over at Carver. Uh, good good people. Me and him kind of tease each other. I like to think that we're still. Yeah, he's friends. a funny dude. He's a funny dude. 
And there's there's another channel that I grew I pretty much you know loved to watch was at Northwoods Angling. That was always yeah. That's a what I'm saying. Thing. Like I, I fished with them in 2017 for sturgeon up in oh, Minnesota. You, you went all the way up there, huh? Did yes, a big this. YouTube collaboration with them, and I met the whole crew: Luke, yeah, uh, Peter, uh, I think it was Jake Halls, if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. And I caught my caught my first sturgeon ever, and I think I caught one that was like, I don't know, fifty pounds or something, sixty the, maybe. The Minnesota boys are crazy, man. They're 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 like fishing madmen up there. They got oh, yeah. the, some of the best water in the country to fish for. You know, well, even flatheads are. You got the Saint Croix River. Yep. You got the Mississippi River. Like, they got the Red River, and then they got all those lakes for you know a pike, muskie walleye perch you know talking to babe winkleman the smallmouth fishing up there's made such a comeback they oh, used yeah. to you know back in the day they used to take smallmouth and throw them up on the ice and just leave them there oh really Jeez. yeah yeah back in back when he was a younger man and and that that's all changed uh i know luke takes a a, a pretty active part too in in helping them figure out the uh regulations up there he he's mentioned some of his struggles and it ain't easy but you know he's he's a good dude he 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 loves what he's doing and he's got that wisconsin state uh record i believe for sturgeon too yeah i think he just broke it like a month ago or something that was crazy yeah i was like i'm not surprised though he's a, he's a he's a heck of an angler so Oh, look at this. See, now this is the kind of abuse I get from, from my friends. It says, Mark co-hosted my live stream in a creek and then got too big for me. <laughs> who, who said that? Was that the Bullock experience? That's the Bullock. That's Kelly over there giving me the business. <laughs> River Rat, what's going on? How you doing, bud? Yeah, it's 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 YouTube's definitely a a, a a weird place and and how you get to know a bunch of these people that you watch is pretty cool it definitely is and uh you know why i started this i actually started this on a bet they're like you know i tried to get a buddy of mine that i fished with for a long time who happens to be in jail right now but that's another story oh geez yeah long story but uh he's a good kid he'll figure it out um we, i always wanted him to do a youtube channel with me because we used to go down um and fish all the time we went to cat con number two together we were down there we got to meet all the people that were down there from like you know um, um chris uh, uh flores steve douglas luke luke was down there he wasn't talking or had a booth or anything he was just down there with his son uh running around i saw lyle down there for the first time and then now you know I always wanted him to do this YouTube channel with me and he never wanted to do it. And so a dear friend of mine said, just do it yourself. I bet you won't. And here we are today. So it's kind of how it started. No, you got a successful YouTube channel, man. I think it's great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, I just hope uh, I can live up to the hype. I get kind of shy in real life. I went down to that cat kind of show my face and met a lot of nice, great people. Hopefully they didn't think I was too much of a jerk when I was just kind of being shy. So, We'll see. I haven't been to CatCon in since 2019, maybe or something. 2020. I know they. I know there was a virtual one with the COVID year. Yep. Um, I was a part of that, but I, I was gonna try to make it up this year. But just the, the thing about CatCon is that it's it's during the worst part of, or it's during the most important time of wrestling season, which is the worst time because it's like I got to be at the state tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just. 
Yeah. And it's the same time. Well, they they are thinking about having one on the uh, East Coast too. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but that's right. too far for me. Kansas City's seven hours for me. Where where uh, um, Louisville is only it was what. <laughs> Google yeah. told me it was six hours. I made it there in five hours and ten minutes. I was doing pretty good time there. So. Yeah, I'm not a big Chiefs fan either. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bengals fan. I'm actually from Cincinnati originally. So uh, um, we got the we got the the Cubs and the Bears here. So I'm not one to talk. I, I got no. <laughs> Hey, at least you're not a White Sox fan, okay? I mean, I I kind I kind of am, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, just because I know the neighborhood where the Cubs play, and I'm not a big fan of the neighborhood or a lot of the Cubs fans that I know, not a big fan. I, so. I've been to the is it Wrigley Field, right? I've been there. I mean, they got a pretty unique stadium. They got the ivy that grows up on the back yeah. wall, and you can see the apartment. Best thing I ever, best thing I ever saw at Wrigley Field, and I've been there a bunch, was Pearl Jam. It wasn't the Cubs, so there you oh, go. Wow. There's an hey, that's idea. A good band right there. <laughs> there's a yeah. there's an idea of what I think of the Cubs, but we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> that's almost as polarizing as as politics is here. You know what? <laughs> online. Uh, let's see what's going on in the chat here. Let's see what Jody has to say about it. I remember those days where Mark used to help me. Then he said I was never going to learn uh, if he kept doing it for you, and it's just true. That's a good friend always looking out for you and wanting you to get better. And I got tired of helping you. You whine a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jody, kind of. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you had mentioned TikTok. You going to start doing more on TikTok? I think so. I mean, I'll I'll keep doing it for a little bit and just just kind of see how it carries itself. And um, you know, it's just a it's a new way to interact with people. And I'm I'm still, you know, good with reading the comments and not getting you know too distracted. And um, so yeah, I mean, just just trying something new. And it fits a busy schedule, doesn't it? It is, but you get a lot of people in there. A lot of people mm-hmm. come and go, and and you know, and if and if I'm just sitting there at the bank or whatever, I, I mean, I don't mind re- going through the comments and you know, interacting with them. So, um, I mean, they do ask you a lot of questions, and and you just answer them. And so, I think it's, I think it's fun. There's Uncle yeah. Louie says, "Go Cubby." See, there's always yeah. one in the crowd. What's up, Uncle <laughs> Louie? How you doing, bud? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, the rivalry is pretty pretty hardcore here in in, in the city. The, the White Sox are the working man's team, and I was brought up in a union family, and and the Cubs are the yuppie team of the town. So that's what happens. I mean, you can't rent apartment in in, in Wrigleyville for less than like five grand a month. Some all right, all right, all right. Pretty crazy. I haven't been to Chicago in years. Like I said, I went to a baseball game there years ago. I stay out every chance I get. I'm about 40 miles outside. I go down there in December to perch fish. That's about it. <laughs> other, than that, other than that, I stay away. I'm like on the outs. I'm on a, a, what's called the Exburbs. I can hit farmland from my backyard with a rock. Isn't Chicago known as the Windy City? Or Yeah, it's windier than heck around here. Holy smokes, uh, even out here, it's crazy. And we uh, get a lot of snow when it does snow. South of that I-80 corridor is crazy, too. Chicago's a good place to live. I know Chad gives me a lot of crap for it, and my sister Betty Jean calls calls it a really bad name that I'm not going to repeat in public here because YouTube doesn't like cussing anymore, apparently. 
No, it's but you know what? Of, I grew up censor, here. A lot of censored on YouTube now. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Remember when you used to be able to do like video replies in uh in the comments? God, I'm oh, dating yeah. myself. That was the good old days. Uh, um, but yeah, it'd be great for you to come down to the Tennessee River sometime. I mean, that should be a, a goal for that would, you. That, that would be cool. I definitely have plans to go down there. I, I want to get down there. I want to uh, try bumping with Bobcat. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. He's killing it down there, definitely. He showed um, me that. I had a great time learning that technique from him. Yeah. So I, I first got to do that with Lyle, though. Uh, he, I told him I wanted to do that with him, so I'm going to go with him first, and and then we'll start the tour, though. So, yeah, those are my kind of my plans for the year. Um, you got any plans to travel anywhere or no? Uh, nah, not really. Um, I'm going to be going to ICAST this year. Oh, that, that would be cool to go. So I'm sponsored by Akuma. Okay. And um, Akuma usually sets up a booth every year down there it's in orlando and it's i mean for those who don't know what icast is it's like the world's greatest fishing expo where all these companies are there with the newest reels and hottest reels and rods on the market and um but what akuma does because you know i'm part of their their team is they get a ticket for everybody and it's what i because last year they, they they had asked me to go and i couldn't go because i i was guiding during that time and so this year i made sure to block off the week of icast so i can actually make it down there um but black tip h has been down there uh -huh. um you know so that's probably going to be like my my big my big thing this year is to, is to be a part of the icast and just that would be a cool one to go that, that's oh, pretty yeah. much that's like the super bowl of fishing shows as far yeah, as yeah yeah and it's just and it's not just catfishing right it's it's everything you know yep. so Fresh um, salt water. They got gear up there that nobody's seen yet that they're going to start selling soon. I've been kind of watching the, that stuff for a while, too. Um, I got access to some uh, uh, industry magazines and stuff through friends and that, and they're always talking that up. So, yeah, that would be a cool trip. If you can get I'm, down there, definitely, especially on Okuma's Dime, why the heck not? Yeah, yeah, and I'm actually, next couple years, I'm actually, I mean, this was – I mean, I'm going to say it, but I was actually planning a trip, uh, planning a trip to either Peru or Argentina to fish for the Golden Dorado. Actually, there you go. <laughs> I'm actually saving up my money for that, and so that's going to be my number one bucket list fish. The the catch is that. So cool, and it, it's freshwater fish. Um, you got any saltwater fish you want to catch? I mean, I like to catch a tarpon, or you know, yeah. feel the fight of one. I know that's something I'd like to definitely. See, because I mean, we got Tennessee tarpon here, which are skipjack. Right. I've never caught a skipjack. You never, yeah. You need, you know what? You just got to come on down here and Jeff, just to catch a skipjack. I got to make it down. <laughs> it's a hey, man, it's a Tennessee tarpon. So I mean, seriously, like it. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to catch a or you know feel the fight of a, an actual tarpon, and um, I mean, the the list goes on, honestly, Mark. Yeah. I want, I want, uh, to this day, I want one of them giant Trevallis, one of them GTs. Heck I want yeah, one man. of them full spool dr drag burning beasts on the end of that thing on medium tackle. I don't know if I'm throwing 12 inch plugs though all day. That could be a lot of work though. Oh, yeah. 
those cat fishermen aren't much for 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 casting. I got a lot of musky buddies that make fun of me. You know what I tell them? I said, "Well, flathead fishing's like musky fishing, except you got to put your back into it." That usually shuts, <laughs> that usually shuts them down. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, until you feel the raw power of a flathead, I mean, you got to put your back into it. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. I, now, I've never caught a muskie either, so. I've uh, caught little ones. I've You know, I think my biggest one was when I was a young man, young lad, like they say. I think like a 34-inch or something like that. I got pictures, Polaroids of all things here. But other than that, I get a lot of dinks, but I don't spend a lot of time chasing them. We got a big uh, um, uh, muskie uh, uh, club out here that has like 700 people. In it, and they fish just the chain of lakes, which isn't that big a, a a lake system here. But they're all fanatics, and they do pretty good, and and they they keep that fishery pretty well under control. They they really practice CPR. Um, you know, they they a lot of them don't even fish for them in the summer because they get really worn out really quick in the in the warmer water and stuff. So, um, I I might be doing some stuff with them this this summer. Um, I've been asked to come out there and maybe do some live streaming. So we'll see. We'll maybe maybe get another sponsorship out of them and no, that'd be do, great, do, man. do a swap, do a swap for some of that stuff. So yeah, that's pretty cool. They 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 got a podcast too. It's out of musky tails up in Antioch, Illinois. Some good folks up there. So we'll see what we can do with them. But um, yeah, it, 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 I like fishing for anything and everything. Just not enough time in the day. Or in the year, even you know, in the fall, I'd like to go fishing for salmon up in Kenosha. That's always a good. Not go racing Wisconsin will go up there. That's a blast too. That's probably as close as I'll get to those giant trevallis because I don't know if I'll be able to make it halfway around the world. So now, do you fish for crappie a lot? Because I know you're. I do. I do fish for crappie in this in the fall and in the in the spring basically. But like I said, I get that flathead fever all summer long. I'm gonna try and do a lot more crappie fishing this year. Now that I got that live scope and stuff, it might you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to see how that works for you. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we're, we're gonna do some videos for for both. You know, we're gonna get some channel cats and 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 that. And I I just started doing a little more uh, walleye fishing. I'm by no means a walleye fisherman, but I'd like to learn. So we'll see. That's the best eating fish right there, in my opinion. I don't know. I think I like crappie a little better, but I have to say walleye cheeks are pretty darn good. I ain't gonna lie. That's yeah, probably walleye, like my... yellow perch, crappie, probably my top three. Yeah, so. absolutely. We got them yellow perch here on the lakefront. They get pretty big. We get the jumbos even up here. So I try to get on them whenever I can, but you know, they're they're pretty small. Up in Mendota where we're going, they got some monsters if you get out there on the ice. We're talking like twelve inches, thirteen oh, wow. inches. Yeah, big ones. But you know, you're catching them in eighty feet of water. So you know, you get them up there, they're pretty much dead. They got this cool. Are you trolling for them? Or? No, no, this is on the ice, Joe. Wow, wow, okay. This is on the ice, and it's cold up there. It's cold down here, too. All right. Anybody got any questions for Joe? Thanks for sharing the link out. Yeah, I want to let everybody know if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to have Joe's link uh, in the description, definitely. Um, I have a link on YouTube here in the description as well. If you guys aren't subbed to Joe, go and give him a sub. Uh, look him up. What's your name on uh, TikTok? I didn't put that it's in the Chat description. Cats. It's Chat Cats. Chat, Chat Cats, too, on TikTok. Yep. If, if you're into the tiktok go over there and, and give him a follow. Uh, check him out on his lives and stuff. And Tell them that, hey, I saw you on Mark's podcast. That's right. 
All right, Joe. Well, I appreciate you being on here. We're right at an hour. I want to thank everybody for coming in. Thank you again for being on. I was honored. Thank you for having me. It was cool. It was like walking down YouTube memory lane for me. I have to say I had a good time talking. I love doing stuff like this. It's always a blast to be on 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 people's shows. So it's a good time. So make sure make sure you guys check out Joe on YouTube, on TikTok, all social medias. Um you'll he's got a lot of content out there. Uh go watch a lot of the stuff if you're from the tennessee area just stay out of his spots jody (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's all good there's always there's other places to learn so that's right good stuff all right folks have a good night again thank you very much joe i never know how to end these things so usually i just kind of do it like this have a great night everybody god bless go out there and fish see you